Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host today. We'll see if anyone else um, joins me out there. What are we going to talk about today? Well, look, um, Kane King, um, Samoa uh, cancelled, but will the, will the box as well? Um, also, what's going on with the Jura for the uh, uh, with uh, with the next six? Um, so yes, yeah, so all of that. Um, plus, we'll have a quick uh, talk about um, the uh, Bunnings NPC. As well as we count down to um, what it's well, five o'clock when I can crack up my beer, yeah, yeah, a spate's in what is it, uh, 15 seconds now, I think it is, until five o'clock. We can all wind down at the end of the working day, um, as with uh, a whole bunch of us have been working from home. I hope that's you guys work from home. Um, I was uh, out and about and doing my being an essential worker, but there we go, it is 5 p.m. Crack open the old spates. Um, that's the, uh, the beer of choice, as you can see in the background. There we've got 2E Lion Red, NZ Lager, um, some Moa, Boundra Brewery. Yeah, we've got through a few, a few different types of beer during this lockdown, haven't we? Because, uh, yep, taking a bit longer than we all expected. But let's all please follow the rules, um, get vaccinated, and uh, get out of this as quickly as possible. Personally, got my second vax on Saturday. So looking forward to uh, that and having had both of the jabs there. So um, what's been going on then? Yes, Sam Kane uh, was one of the names that we talked about yesterday being called up onto the European leg or the USA and European leg of the uh, All Blacks tour. Uh, came back from an injury, I think it's like six months since he has played rugby. So been a while out, let's be honest. Uh, and uh, clearly he needs um, a run out before uh, he ends up uh, playing international rugby. Uh, and uh, that run out is going to come for King Country, um, which... Uh, is a little bit of a surprise uh, on that one. Look, he lives on the boundary of King Country and Bear Plenty, apparently. Um, and uh, Bear Plenty haven't got a game this weekend. So um, essentially, that's uh, how they have uh, come about it. Um, Wanganui, obviously not quite so happy that they're going to have to play um, against uh, the All Blacks captain. But um, hey, uh, that is what it is. And look, he needs a, he needs a run out. Um, King Country have lost all of their games so far this season so uh, uh he's probably going to be on a losing court there are plenty to do um this weekend 
um, and uh, will then uh, and uh, like it shouldn't alter who makes the finals etc of in the Heartland Championship um, just this one game so uh, not a bad choice personally I don't think about uh, who he um, is running out for there uh, and um, shame that I guess in little ways that it's under level two and uh, they can't get a crowd out there to watch that game but um, I'm sure the 100 or whatever it is people that are allowed to watch the game and be there will all um, really appreciate seeing um, Sam McCain running out for King Country there obviously Colin Meads um, old uh, province um, back in the day just gonna sneeze so just to mute you for a second folks oh there we are that's better hopefully um you are all um good let's um moving on then and now samoa have had to have cancelled their um tour they were supposed to be going up and um playing four games uh, in the european short tour against georgia uruguay Spain and the Barbarians. Um, that's a big game. That uh, thirty thousand um, will be uh, looking at. Um, had already bought tickets to that game um, up against um, uh, up against the uh, Barbarians in that one. The reviewer. Uh, hi, great to be on the chat. We'll have a, yeah have a chat about that in a um, in a second. Uh, your comment there in the um, live chat. Uh, so yeah, so shame that some small hands pull out, but basically. Um, this uh, is due to their um, uh, government's uh, quarantine or um, speculation with um, the fact that uh, anyone who gets some um, COVID isn't allowed into Samoa for the next six months. Uh, and clearly, uh, they couldn't guarantee that uh, someone leaving Samoa, you know, that one of the players wouldn't or, or coaches wouldn't get um, COVID um, and uh, then obviously uh, be uh, locked out of their country for that length of time. So really difficult times for uh, Samoa. Uh, they've also the sevens team have also pulled out of the uh, Dubai leg of the uh, World um, Sevens series um, as well. So, um, yeah, real uh, shame for Samoa. But we always talk about how uh, these two tier nations need as many games as possible, and to have had those four or uh, well, three test matches plus the British and Irish, plus the um, sorry the Barbarians lined up is a real knock for um, Samoa. Real shame about um, that one. Uh, Joshua puts in the live chat that uh, South Africa tour to north, north to the um, to Europe could also be in jeopardy. Hmm. Very true. The Springboks um, lined up for four test matches um, up north. Um, the um, can't remember the games that they're supposed to be playing on blank now. Uh, starts off with uh, France. I know it includes Wales um, and uh, England. I think they're playing Scotland as well. Um, I'll just uh, quickly bring it up but um, essentially the problem that they've got is that um, look they've got, they've been in some sort of bio bubble since June uh, which is a very long time um, and essentially what they uh, they're saying is that if they have to go into quarantine when they enter the UK which has a 10-day quarantine currently uh, for people from South Africa um, then uh, that means you know, as Josh said yeah it's, uh, it's on the red list that means that uh, that is just one quarantine too far uh, as far as the uh, South African, uh, South Africa are saying. I'm um, sorry, no, they haven't got France. They've got Wales, Scotland, and England. Don't know why I thought they had a game against France as well. So yeah, through for Wales, Scotland, England, obviously in the UK. Now, if they have to um, do that ten-day uh, quarantine, then that's a step too far for for the Springboks. Uh, and the Springboks said that they've uh, they've been through it enough already this year, and you can understand why uh, they're saying that. So we'll have to wait and see whether those three Test matches will be called off. 
Um, clearly, those test matches will have sold a lot of tickets already. Um, the world champions, uh, the winners of the British and Irish Lions tour, heading to play three teams that were part of that British and Irish Lions in Wales, Scotland, and England. Uh, the uh, those yeah, the fans would have loved to have seen those games. So, um, a real, uh, uh, a real shame if that one also gets called off. We just have to wait and see what happens with that one, folks. Um, but uh, and yeah, and how many of these games during uh, the November, November window uh, do actually go ahead? I'm not keeping. Tr I don't keep track, in all honesty, um, of what all the travel regulations and who is and who isn't on whoever's red list or whatever other lists there are going on around there. So I don't know which games may or may not be at risk, but uh, uh, clearly we've heard about those ones for the uh, for the Springboks um, and expect some makeshift last-minute games to be uh, organised because, uh, let's be honest, uh, these um, uh, these are part of how we fund the game, is, uh, these games. Uh, so, yes, uh, that um, is a, a chunk of cash that clearly... Um, that those uh, those uh, unions really cannot afford um, to lose um, in that one. Um, hey, LB, great to see you there. Um, and uh, the reviewer as well. Yeah, just, it is disappointing about um, Samoa. And yeah, we haven't heard what might be happening for Tonga uh, and or Fiji Drua. Uh, that news around Samoa also, I guess, might raise some question marks around the recruitment for Moana Pacifica as well, um, because uh, clearly... Uh, there have been COVID cases in New Zealand, um, and so will there be some players uh, who would be who have signed up for that or would be signing up for that um, that might think again uh, if it means they can't get back into Samoa? So uh, maybe some some issues there for Moana Pacifica as far as the uh, Super Rugby Pacific goes um, as well and their um, recruitment. So uh, look, really would like to know and try and find out when uh, were we hearing from Moana Pacifica. Um, about their uh, about their recruitment uh, because yeah it's uh, we are running out well it is getting uh, close um, we think that they have signed some players already but we don't know um, that uh, for certain um, so we'll just um, have to uh, wait some uh, wait and see uh, on um, that one um, I do have an image to bring up there we go there it is just um, opening it up now folks because the because Fiji and Drua have announced the next wave of players or their next six players um, that uh, they uh, have um, that have been signed um, in this one. Um, we'll uh, uh, have to, um, uh, Joshua, maybe more because we can, can pay for an MIQ facility as well. As I say, uh, I, I don't know the full, I don't know the full details of the uh, Samoan travel restrictions, but it sounded like if you've had COVID, you're not allowed back for six months. So that was, um, I thought I saw somewhere, sorry, if that's not true, I hope to not, I don't want to be spreading rumours or anything or any untruths um, or any fake news or anything, folks. So uh, do check that out yourselves. But so uh, yeah, a bit of a, um, say, potential issues um, there on that one. Uh, around the Fiji and Drew, I say they've announced six more players here. Um, so uh, they include um, uh, Kiloni Nasako, uh, who is uh, an Olympic gold medalist um, in there, number 11, um, as you can uh, see. Uh, the Flying, Fiji, Flying Fijians prop, uh, uh, Jone Koro Dua Dua. Um, the uh, former NRC Drua um, halfback um, in Ratu Penai Matualu. Uh, another Flying Fijian in uh, Chris uh, Minimbi. Um, and 
Uh, also, a uh, player who's playing for Northland in the uh, Bunnings MPC, currently flanker and former under-20s captain for Fiji, Rakabula Momendunu, um, and uh, a centre in uh, Kalavetti Ravuvu. Um, so uh, good luck to um, to all of them, and great to see them out to 16 players. So about halfway there, uh, not quite halfway there, for the Fijian Drua. But look, it's good to see that we're getting a squad to, that, we, that uh, they're slowly announcing the squad. Um, I think they've um, uh, already pretty much signed most, if not all, of their squad already. So great to see uh, Fijian Drua uh, bringing up this information. We're releasing it in a well, probably about a weekly um, cycle now to keep uh, people interested, uh, keep people aware of what's going on with um, with the Drua. Uh, and uh, they're obviously heading, uh, turning up, or going to be playing in Australia. And uh, a man who's coming in um, off the bench as uh, just before half time, because you know what, he can tell that I'm clearly running out of steam uh, and need uh, and, and need some uh, need some fresh legs on the show. It's Stephen Harris, hey, so Yeah, no, no, you're not the Springbok coach, are you? You're just pulling your, bringing your subs on just before half time, there, mate. Absolutely, absolutely. Get get to bring on the quality off the bench. That's what I say. Um, and uh, good to see you on the water there. Body is a temple. Uh, nice, yeah. um, the uh, nice, uh, good things looking after himself there up in the um, up in the 09. Um, so uh, soon uh, he'll be having picnics and stuff. It'll be great. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I don't, I don't uh, recognize many of um, uh, these Fijian players. I mean, uh, you've obviously uh, followed Northland closely, so you'll be um, um, aware of um, uh, uh, Momodonu um, uh, there. But um, what uh, another six players, and uh, including a couple of internationals in uh, flying Fijians, and another um, Olympic gold Olympic gold medalist. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, they they they're certainly drip feeding the the team bit by bit. If you got to, <laughs> I'm just laughing. It probably was a crooked line out throwing to the line out first up, Joshua Scott. <laughs> it's gold. I like that. <laughs> oh, LB. Yep, yep. Why wouldn't you be on the beers? You probably haven't. You haven't come off them probably since Saturday, or should I say, uh, um, Sunday morning over there in South Africa. <laughs> Good on you. Um, but anyway, getting back onto the uh, the uh, matters at hand. Yeah, uh, Rakabula. Moi Moi Donu, definitely similar to uh, a familiar player to myself up in, in, in Northland. It's been a bit of a breakthrough year for Moi Moi Donu. He was injured. <clears throat> I think he may have been picked for Northland previously, but he's picked up a couple of really bad injuries, which has sort of kept him away. Um, I, I've got to say I'm a little bit surprised by it. He hasn't sort of set the world on fire playing for Northland this year, but on saying on saying that, uh, Paul, um, listen, good luck to him. He's a former... Fijian under-20 captain, so listen, they've probably had his eye on him for a while, and um, listen, I think it's good for the develop of development of their rugby. You'd rather a under-20, uh, Fijian under-20 player putting in his lot for Fiji as opposed for for New Zealand, but of course um, uh, Kali Opasi Uluya, Uluya Laipeka who plays for Northland is also a former Fijian under uh, 18 player who threw in his lot for New Zealand under 20s back in uh, 2019. So it'll be interesting to see where his path takes him as well, Paul. But uh, yeah, just looking around, a lot like you say, a lot of the names aren't sort of uh, household names, but yeah, it's coming together surely but slowly. 
It is slowly, surely, and uh, good to see that. So, I mean, um, Momondonu um, was part of the uh, Fijian uh, Latui, uh, which was the global rapid rugby team um, as, as well. So, uh, look, it's, it's showing that showing that these things like the um, the, the Fiji Druid as part of uh, the NRC, uh, the uh, Fijian Latui, which as part of global rapid rugby. Okay, did they take off and become big tournaments themselves? No, they didn't. But uh, there's a number of players that are coming out of that. Uh, that it's so. So it has been. There have been some positive experiences for those players uh, that's gotten to this stage. So it's good to see um, from those that they've that they're giving. They've given these things a go, and they haven't uh, got dispirited by the fact that hey, um, the, uh, the, the if their tournament um, collapses um, and all uh, well, that team disappears, they've kept, they've kept some going. Mm. Great to see. Yeah, Paul, 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 I was going to say too, I think one of the little, little um, asterisks that we should sort of throw in there or a little, little thing we should throw in, uh, Northam do have a good relationship with the Drew as well because at, at one point before they eventually uh, settled on a venue in, 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 uh, in North Queensland, uh, Sunshine, Sunshine Coast, I think it is, um, they were look, looking at... Um, at Semenov Stadium in, in Whangarei as a as a possible home base. So I know there has been a, a relate relationship developed with Northland, and of course they've got ties with uh, our former Fijian international Graham Jews, who's in the uh, Northland Tanifa forwards coach as well. So um, you know probably a little so you never know he may not be the the last Northland signing. Of course, uh, uh, Johnny uh, uh, Masalai Tori still playing some great rugby out on the wing. For the Tanifar at, at the moment, whether they want to tread that pass, Johnny's got a bit of super experience with both the uh, Crusaders and, of course, um, the uh, Blues as well. I know I've uh, reached out to Johnny, see if he get, get the comment from <laughs> us, but I'm pretty sure he'll keep it mum, regardless. Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, Johnny Matlow, a really good, um, uh, really good game of the weekend against. Uh, um, oh dear me. Uh, for in, in Ray Rangers' hundredth game, which was against Waikato. Thank you. There we go. Get the word out at the end. Good, good, um, so uh, yes, he had a good game out there, didn't he? On that one. Um, talking of uh, the uh, Bunnings NPC, then um, Staff uh, kicked off his show on uh, S um, S E N Z um, today uh, at uh, at the twelve o'clock with um... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Uh, with with with, with a, a, a well, yes a, a kind of run through to the situation to the situation for the uh, Bunnings uh, NPC. He brought up a number of um, good points. Don't forget, I was on the uh, SENZ on Sunday, by the way, folks, talking about the NPC as well. Um, 
but he, he look he, he, he basically pulled a whole bunch of things together. One of them is if you look on the Bunnings MPC website, the official website, they've still got the finals down for the next two weekends. Now we know that's not true. <laughs> we know it's not going to happen, but they can't even update the uh, the, the fixtures website properly, because, and they've still got the old fixtures in there, <laughs> which uh, which doesn't help uh, people. Uh, it doesn't help the marketing if you're trying to. It just leads to more confusion for people as to what's going on. Um, whilst he mentioned that those were the dates in there, he knew very well that uh, that those that they were never going to be played. That the, the plans had changed how those played there, but even so, but he makes some good points. There's a number of players, and uh, apparently one even a head coach. Um, that are all lined up to go to Japan to play in the uh, the new Japanese professional league up there that may all have to miss uh, the uh, the last few weeks of the uh, competition. Um, with uh, there's also a uh, there's also a whole bunch of players who are let's be honest part timers. Um, they have got um, uh, they, they they've got real jobs that they have taken time off from uh, that uh, that that maybe that uh, they might need to go back to. All the contracts for the players run out at the end of October or the beginning of November. So, um, with the I think it's the twenty seventh or the twenty second, something like that, of the uh, of, of November being the last round, that's another four weeks of uh, of pay for a whole bunch of people that the uh, NPC, that the provinces have got to come up with um, to uh, to find them. Um, so there's to, to find to pay them. So look, there's there's a whole bunch of issues um, around that. I mean, Josh Mackay, for example, has signed for Glasgow. Um, now, uh, does he go at the end of October, or does or does he have to wait until the competition's finished and he and, and go at the end, end of what end of November? Now, we don't really know. Um, so, um, there's a whole bunch of questions out there up in the air uh, at the moment around all of this kind of thing. And so far, um, we the the response we have had from uh, New Zealand Rugby is that's right, silence, folks. Um, around us to us and, and uh, the amount of transparency and news as to how all this is going to be handled uh, has been pretty much zero uh, and the now there has been a press release today at 12 30 um, where finally um, Steve Lancaster has come out and said look we're applying for the third time to try and get Auckland Northland North Harbour um, and County's Manukau out of Auckland out of the Auckland um, area so that they can continue, uh, hopefully move down to Taupo. Now, according to staff, uh, Taupo is like, don't come here. We don't want you here um, because you're coming from a COVID area, um, unsurprisingly. Whereas you think, why do they keep trying for Taupo when we know the Blues shacked up in Cambridge um, during that one um, uh, when, 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 uh, when they, they avoided a lockdown because they were away and didn't travel home? Um, where have Waikato gone? Well, they've gone to Cambridge. Um, so, uh, as, as, as they all made sure they left left Hamilton um, before the border came into effect. I don't understand why they're not going to Cambridge. To be honest with you, um, where clearly there are some um, uh, uh, there are some things um, set up um, there uh, in that one. Um, Aaron says, yeah, they're dependent on the government. Um, it's not in New Zealand rugby's control. No, it's not. Uh, sure, as to what happens, isn't. But how you communicate and let us know what might be going on, that is under, that is under New Zealand Rugby's control. Um, but no, look, I'm not, this isn't trying to point fingers saying, oh, it's New Zealand Rugby's fault. Oh, it's the province's fault. Oh, it's the government's fault. It's just, it's silence. We just don't know what's going on. And if, and one of the things we've found out is if you don't communicate with the media, the media will go out and try and find a story to, to talk about because otherwise they've got nothing to talk about. Well, we saw that with 
Joshua Arnie's um, house party incident, which just was a bunch of guys being a bit noisy at home. Wow. I mean, big news story, folks. Um, <laughs> the, um, but the, I mean, there, was, there was no accusations of them being drunk and disorderly or any improper conduct. They were just noisy. Um, but the Highland, but um, the the Highlanders' response to this was shut down. Don't tell anybody everything. Don't give any any interviews. Let's go quiet, folks. Um, uh, we just need we just need communication and transparency so that we've got some idea as to what's going on. Because you could hear the frustration in staff's voice. You can. There's a lot of players um, uh, who are also um, very uh, stressed about it as well. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, and Aaron says um, it's because no one uh, knows what's going on, not even the government. Well, uh, whether they do or don't, I'm um, not going to get into any sort of politics side of things. But again, it's not about um, not about not uh, having or not having a plan. It's about just not talking to us about it and just going silent. We've had uh, anatomy as the issue um, here with us. Well, it's a standard New Zealand rugby operation operating principle, really. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm ranting now, Stephen. No, I was going to say, Paul, I'm really impressed with uh, Joseph Pearson, who writes for uh, Stuff Stuff Sport. He managed to, to find almost a thousand words to actually talk about this particular subject. is is quite <laughs> incredible, and it's uh, a whole lot of words that could have really been explained in about 150-odd words, uh, to be honest. And once again, you, you've sort of got a question the way the New Zealand Rugby Football Union are getting their information out because this this was leaked about 12 hours ago. That's how long I've known before it actually came out in their so-called press conference. I, I got a, a tip that uh, they were they were basically going to go uh, um, submit a third ap application. And I thought, oh, well, that's... Yeah, well, I suppose I can, I, can totally, I can totally understand that. But in the main, I agree with everything you say, Paul. Um, and uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me about Joseph, to be honest with you. Um, he is based out of Hamilton, uh, he is the local reporter for there who never turns up to any uh, Waikato games or Chiefs games and writes them all off the paper, off, off, off watching the TV. So, yeah, I'm not surprised why the, the, the Joseph, did, Joseph did that. Um, pretty, uh, pretty pretty, standard for him. He's the one that screwed me up with um, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, when uh, Rodney Gibbs was – not Rodney Gibbs, come wrong. Oh, who was the Waikato uh, head coach that has gone over? Yes, to got a front, got a France. got a France. Yeah. Yes, yes, France. I know the guy. It, it, it is Gibbs, um, Chris Gibbs. No, that was Chris no. Gibbs was at Wellington, wasn't it? His brother. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, like 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 yourself, Paul. I'm I'm sort of uh, it hasn't quite hit, hit me either. But yes, he is. He yes, is. Uh, I'm certainly narrowing it down. But anyway, um, yeah, Joseph did a, did a two-hour interview with him, um, and then wrote his. Uh, uh, wrote his article off the last three questions, which were all about um, uh, the uh, Gibbs move to La Rochelle. Um, John it wasn't Johnny Gibbs, Johnny thank Gibbs. you. Uh, and totally ignored all the work he was doing in Waikato. So yeah, well done, Joseph. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> the um, so yes, so that's uh, that's um, uh, <laughs> that's that, that's Joseph's job. Um, he, uh, he was going to head overseas at one point, and Michael Pier and um, I was, no, I was going to say Michael Pearson. No, no, no. <laughs> The real, real Mike Pullman um, was going to was uh, was in line for his replacement. His job would have been a much better replacement. But anyway, the, those those um, those things have those ships have sailed. Um, so yeah, look, uh, we'll um, we'll wait and see. Now uh, we have no we have got fixtures for this weekend, uh, and that's it so far. We don't know uh, we have any fixtures for the following weekend yet. 
Um, I think partly that's down to if uh, New Zealand rugby can get the exemption quickly enough, these teams could get out of Auckland tomorrow and train and be playing in a, in a week and a half's time. Um, so I think that's what they're really, really hoping for. Um, I do know that um, uh, the New Zealand rugby has got a whole bunch of uh, provisional fixtures around the MPC, around the Farrah Palmer Cup, around Super Rugby and around the All Blacks as well um, that's been circulated around the uh, the provinces. I've not seen it, but I do know it's happened and I, I know it's there um, because obviously we talked to various people in, in, in at the provinces. So um, so there is, look, there is stuff being planned. There is stuff, There are they, they are planning for it. Um, so um, uh, let's um, go in that one. Mark Reese did a pretty good article in stuff about the test match. Did I read it? No, I didn't. I tend to try and avoid people's opinion pieces on the, the stuff in the New Zealand Herald uh, and any New Zealand media for that matter. Um, the <laughs> so um, so we probably um, but I think uh, that um, I know that um, uh, John O'Connor, our South African friend, pulled up one um, that um, uh, put 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 a, a piece up for us uh, in our in our chat, where he's basically saying, look, who is going to be more happy with the rugby championship? The uh, the All Blacks having not manage the Queen's clean sleep, Queen's clean sweep, or the Springboks for the fact they actually managed to beat the All, beat the All Blacks once. That's something we'll be talking about in our in the Driving More show tonight at 8 p.m. as we review the Rugby Championship. So do join us for that. We'll probably talk more about the Bunnings NPC um, if we um, because hey, if um, if Joseph can get a thousand words out of a uh, five minute press release, I'm sure we can get a few more as well. Um, <laughs> on uh, on that one, um, but what I guess something I talked about before. You came on though. Is uh, Sam Kane um, play, play, um, um, playing for King Country? Uh, Kane isn't it? Is going to become a king? What do you think of that one? Wow, that's that's going to be. Well, does he count as a? Does does he count as a King Country All Black? I suppose he, he would, doesn't he? Yeah, he would do. Uh, yeah, he would do that. Yeah, Well, they'll have to get his portrait put up, and uh, you know, and basically get that get that up on the on the, put that up on the wall because um, yeah. Crazy, but I suppose listen, he needs he needs rugby, and I think that's a, you know, that's probably not a bad sort of game to come back into into the scheme of, scheme of things. We all we all know that the Heartland rugby is a good, you know, it's a good level of rugby that's above above club rugby, but it's uh, it probably doesn't have the intensity of uh, nowhere near the intensity of uh, NPC NPC rugby. But it will be interesting to see if it's just the one game he's going to get under his belt, or will he get a second? Uh, if, it's, if he does get a second, it'll probably be Bay of Plenty. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I can't see them playing out t- two weeks without a game. Um, yes, Wanganui did uh, did joke that perhaps they should be given um, Sam Whitelock or Dane Coles um, <laughs> to, to make it fair. Um, but um, those two aren't coming back from six months of injury and uh, no game time at all. Um, so <laughs> I understand what it's there. Yes, Wanganui are going to be a bit upset, but Wanganui should beat King Country with or without Sam Kane, put bluntly. Um, they're a better team. Um, than uh, than King Country, uh, so King Country haven't won a game all season. Um, I should probably just quickly before I, I'm on, um, I should probably bring up the um, uh, the uh, the Heartland uh, Championship um, records of um, uh, of Wanganui. Uh, so they have um, uh, their season so far. They beat Wairapa Bush. Uh, they did lose to Mid Canterbury, um, and they beat Poverty Bay as well. But they should, yeah, they should beat King Country. Um, so Sam Kane should be on the. Uh, um the uh on that one um he might as well not play if he's not going to europe uh sam kane is going to go to europe though um so he is he is he's been added to the team 
um, along with um, Sam Whitelock, um, Dane Coles and Josh Lord are the four players who will be joining the All Black squad um, for the end of year tour. We'll also be talking about that on the Driving More show um, as well. We'll have a quick look forward uh, and talk about those players because I know that uh, uh, Stephen Harris and uh, Boa have both got uh, some stuff to talk about um, around Josh Lord, uh, big fans of his. Um, and uh, so we'll uh, yeah we'll talk about that as well as part of the uh, Driving More show at 8pm this evening. And uh, Josh, as Stephen might remember, uh, that King Country were a real hard gnarly team uh, at home back in the first division a, a while back. Oh, yep, they, they, they were. I can testify to that. And they had some really, really good players um, come out of that uh, union as well. I think uh, younger, younger brother of um, former All Black coach John Mitchell, Paul Mitchell, actually rocked up for, rocked up for, for King Country as, as well. Um, Phil Coffin, Kevin Borovich, you know, um, son of... Um, uh, Glenn Meads, also that son of um, the great Colin, Sir Colin Meads, also played there. They had some really, really good players uh, back in the day, the Coff- Coffin brothers. And, uh, yeah, there's there's some old NPC videos uh, running around on, on on Facebook. You wouldn't have got them for the first uh, several hours of this morning, though. But I think you might be able to find those videos on uh, on Facebook. Yeah, good, solid side back in the day, and I know there's a lot of folks who still ask the question, that was, um, New Zealand rugby seemed uh, a good, uh, a, had a good thing when they had the first, second and third division, Paul, and there was promotion, relegation, you know, to me, it actually just stuck a little bit of an edge on things, and it's uh, actually a direction I want to I want to go tonight, um, the question of, um, of not so much promotion, promotion, relegation, but uh at international level, having everything on on the line because Rugby World Cups is about knock on, not knockouts. And my question for tonight, Paul, when we uh, jump on the show, I actually want to see the Bledisloe Cup put up at every game and not have a three test series. I actually want to see it that it's actually put up for every game, and basically that makes it a a, a knockout game. And uh, it uh, mirrors, it's a bit like a Ranfurly Shield challenge. You see it bouncing yeah, around. Yeah, and yeah, and it, and it keeps bouncing around backwards and forwards. And that way, it kind of mirrors, you know, from from a from down this neck of the woods. We don't always get a lot of, we don't get that real hard knockout rugby because, let, let's be honest, as much as we like our our super level rugby of rugby, you know, we think back to Saturday's test. And boy, that was brutal. And it was more of a reminder of knockout World Cup rugby. And that's what I saw in Saturday's game, Paul. But hey, we'll leave all that on the table for tonight. We will. Um, just a, a couple of things there uh, on, on the King Country side of things. Martin Johnson uh, used to play for oh. King Country, um, as uh, as did Welsh hooker um, Gary Jenkins um, as well. So both of those have played for that. Uh, and uh, yeah, Sam Kane will be joining eight other All Blacks who have come out as King Country. I'll just run through their names. Um, Kevin Borovich, uh, Ronald Byers, Phil Collin, sorry, Phil Coffin, not Phil Collins, Phil Coffin, um, <laughs> Jack McLean, so Colin Mead, Meads, Stanley Meads, uh, Bill Phillips, and um, Graham Whiting as well out of, uh, out of King Country. Um, I was going to say, it's crazy, yeah. You know, sometimes you get, you get guys, we, we were actually having a bit of fun last night on our rugby chat line, and we were talking about a, a current... Uh, well, not a current Irish international, but a former a former Irish international who is playing in the Bunnings NPC at, at the minute, and he played five tests for for Ireland. I I won't give it a giveaway sort of too much, but uh, yeah, every every now and again one pops up, and it's it's great to see. And of course, how could I have forgotten Martin Johnson? 
probably uh, it might be fair to say um, maybe maybe a couple of the, the, the great locks have actually come out of the King Country pool in Sir Colin Meads and Martin Johnson. <laughs> well, that would be, uh, yeah, not, not many teams would want to face that duo, um, let's be honest. Uh, the reviewer earlier on said, yeah, Tasman could win the Ramfilly Shield for the first time this week. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of chartered plane loads of people are flying up um, from Tasman to Hawke's Bay. Not quite sure how that all works um, with various kind of rules at the moment, but hey, um, yeah, we just we won't go there with that one. Um, but um, yeah, we're trying to get hold of uh, a couple of people from Hawke's Bay to chat with, um, and I need to email um, uh, Tasman to see if we can get an interview tomorrow with one of their uh, coaches or players. So I'll do that right after this, folks, um, because yes, that is the game of the weekend. Really looking forward to it. Should be an absolute cracker. Do join Steve and myself and Boa at 8 p.m. Uh, this evening for the Driving Mall Show. Um, as I say, we'll be looking back at the Rugby Championship, looking forward at the, uh, um, the what's we call it, uh, the November Tours. Um, and uh, we will also um, be uh, looking for, um, uh, maybe also probably having a bit of a chat about Bunnings NPC because that is our favourite competition. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Archie, along with